Good morning. Good morning, everybody. Uh, this is your favorite preacher on the preacher's platform, Dr. DJ Robinson. And um, I'm starting to do these new podcasts instead of doing Facebook Live in the morning. Um, I'm switching platforms and hopefully uh, many of you will join me in the morning. Um, and when you receive the notifications, I'm actually walking through my neighborhood um, this morning and I'm so happy to be able to talk to you all um, about some issues, some things that have been on my mind. Uh, I'm walking my dog Lola, so she's awesome. Um, and then we have people who are out cutting their grass this morning um, and trying to enjoy life. Uh, for this morning, the podcast that I would like to uh, talk to you about is um, just addressing a lot of the generational hopelessness that has affected our community. I'm here in Rochester, New York, and we have had at least one shooting per day of our young people under age 25, maybe around 30, you know, under 30, um, who have um, experienced violence, you know, um, for our neighborhood for the last at least five days. I lost my train of thought just a few minutes. So basically, uh, I want to address this, 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 this issue. The issue is that uh, when we look at Eric Erickson's theory of adult development, the first virtue that is gained uh, through resolving the dilemma of trust and mistrust the virtue that comes from resolving that dilemma is hope. When someone is trusting, they have hope. When someone trusts what you're saying or they trust your actions, it gives them hope. When you have a relationship of trust, you have hope. What is happening when we talk about generational hopelessness, when I put that phrase together, the relationship between the society, the relationships within families, the relationships within communities, their politicians, their leaders, for some congregations and their pastors, the trust-mistrust dilemma has not been resolved. Or it has actually been resolved, but on the side of mistrust. What we must do with that is go back to it an attempt to educate our young people and our current community on how to resolve their traumatic dilemmas, the place where trust was broken, because we want for them to gain the virtue of trust and hope. When those relationships are broken, it starts a 
domino effect that if not resolved with these dilemmas can create what we call a midlife crisis. And one of my theories is that if you are expected to live 80 to 90 years and even beyond, but let's just say 90, then between the ages of 40 and 45, you will reach your midlife. If we, as a people, have not resolved our crises or our dilemmas, and we've gained crises instead of virtues, we will find ourselves at the midlife with a multitude of crises that will take another half of life to resolve. We want to get to a place where we live as a people with integrity and not in despair. We want to get to that place not only in our individual individual um, circumstances, but also as a community. So, how do we do that? How do you restore trust in our young people? Part of the reason uh, why we have these It's a lot of cursing going on. The reason why we have these uh, issues with our young people is because they have been taught um, from a relationship that has been broken not to have hope. We have to be careful of the conditioning. Good morning. I'm doing well, doing so well. She won't bite her. She won't bite her. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> Have a good day. She's my dog. My hold on. Let me pause this. Okay. Thank you for waiting. I had to pause my recording to talk to a new friend. Um, I met a new friend who has a little puppy dog, and she's about sixteen pounds. And my big Lola, she's about seventy pounds, I think. And oh my gosh, but they they were playful and friendly and and loving so back to my train of thought thank you for waiting um the the generational hopelessness is something that is passed down from generation to generation so when we talk about the the communal and generational trust of people um especially a community of people the thought process that I have is that the mistrust is passed from one generation to the next. So when we talk about community in their in black community and the interaction with the police, it's just, it extends from the 1800s. Uh, today is Juneteenth, so we are celebrating uh, June 19th, 1865. Uh, but then after that liberation laws 
were instituted that would re-enslave people in the black community. I have to do more research. Of course, I'm walking right now, so I don't have it right in front of me. But the general uh, or overarching storyline is that laws were instituted to re-enslave black people. What happens now is we have to put that mistrust into the timeline of generational hopelessness. So a mistrust of the police, a mistrust of government was instituted, let's say 1930s, 1940s, 1950s. And then we get to the 1960s and we start to see mass incarceration these mis these breakings of trust is what creates the hopelessness little nuggets of hopelessness passed down from generation to generation because the resolve is that this is a relationship that cannot be trusted now this very well may be true but then something changed and of course me being and 80s, uh, growing up in the 80s, I wanted to, to go as far back as where mistrust started in the homes of black community. So when we look at mistrust, when the drugs came and infiltrated black neighborhoods that were thriving, when we look at that factor, when we look at that factor, we start to see that mistrust begin to permeate among blacks with other blacks. And that's what caused us to not have hope, not only in the political systems, but then we began to pass that hopelessness down to our children not only for the political system, but now for one another. And this is where, this is where it gets crucial. This is where uh, we have to see that our young people now fighting against one another is becoming a problem. It's not systemic racism anymore. When you have people of the same skin color fighting against one another, that's not systemic racism. That's generational hopelessness because all of these shootings are happening with people within the same age groups. So why should we um, do, you know, why should we try to make it be as though it's a white on black or black on white type of crime when it's black on black crime, black on black violence, and it's not coming from racism, it's coming from hopelessness. And it's generational because it's been passed down from generation to generation 
against that which you live with in your community. So that's mostly it. Thank you for listening. Uh, I appreciate your attention to this podcast. I may re-record it or continue the conversation later on. But thank you so much. And my prayer is that God will bless you and that God will keep you always. This is Dr. DJ Robinson, and I hope that this helps someone. Have a great day.